Saturday, a cry for help in Haiti. A group of 17 missionaries abducted visiting an orphanage. Christian Aid Ministries, an evangelical and evangelistic organization coming out of the beachy Amish. Their whereabouts currently unknown. Haiti's politics have disintegrated following the president's assassination this summer and the earthquake that followed. The underfunded police, with little support from leaders, cannot hold back the gangs. Until now, these gangs have left North Americans alone. But five men, seven women, and five children were taken, including a two-year-old. They were abducted by one of the most violent gangs that have taken over great swaths of the country, including up to half of the capital city of Port-au-Prince. The name of their game is Ransom Money. Christian Aid Ministries has asked for prayer, that the Lord would hide these followers of Christ under the shadow of his wings. May God be their refuge and fortress. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And this week, we're continuing our series called The Call of Christ. 2,000 years ago, the most important thing to ever happen in history took place in a poor, backwater part of the Roman Empire. A young Jewish man, a rabbi named Jesus of Nazareth, began teaching about the kingdom of God. And what's more, he said that the kingdom had arrived. The greatest story ever told had all led up to this moment. Christ, the Messiah, had finally shown up. But even though Jesus is the God-man, the people around him were not extraordinary. Not at all. They were normal men, women, and children like you and me. They were sinful, weak, doubting, and concerned with their day-to-day lives. And that's where The Chosen comes in. I'm curious if you've seen this show now in its second season. Tens of millions have all over the world. They've watched it since the first season premiered in 2017. And we can ask an important question. Is this show really faithful to the Bible's picture of Jesus? Well, I think we can say that The Chosen wants us to think of the reaction of the normal people around Jesus, those who loved him, and those who learned from him, and those who even opposed him. And that isn't just my take on it. This idea comes from the show's creator, Dallas Jenkins, and I'm thankful for Dallas's heart to point millions of people to Jesus Christ and the true gospel. After the program is over, I want to give you the opportunity to get the entire second season of The Chosen. It's a two-DVD set for your generosity in supporting this ministry, Haven Today. That's eight episodes with six hours of viewing content, or for your minimum gift, ask for the combined set of seasons one and two, all 16 episodes. I know you and those you love will not only enjoy this series, but will be pleasantly surprised to better understand how the people that Jesus called to himself were just like you and me. Call us after the program, and our number to call is 800 654 2836. 800 65 Haven. Or better yet, go to our website. Watch the interview we did with Dallas Jenkins 
listen to the full interview with him on our podcast, Great Stories. And then you can make your gift and ask for the DVD collection of The Chosen Season 2. Or the minimum gift and receive both seasons. Our website is haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And now from the project album, Glory Revealed, we open this haven today. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our sins. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, by his wounds we are healed. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our sins. The punishment that brought us peace was upon Him. And by His wounds, by His wounds we are healed. We are healed by Your sacrifice. Let the life that You gave, we are healed. Grace, we are saved. We are saved. He was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our sins. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, by his wounds, we are healed. He was crushed for our sins The punishment that brought us peace Was upon Him And by His wounds By His wounds we are healed By His wounds By His wounds can wash away my sin nothing but the blood of Jesus Stephen Curtis Chapman and a group of other Christian musicians they got together and they did a project album called Glory Revealed and that's by his wounds here on a haven today and the call of Christ I'm Charles Morris whenever 
I am in a big city. I'm always amazed by the contrasts. Enormous, towering buildings, millions of dollars, maybe even billions worth of construction and renovation representing some of the largest and wealthiest companies in the world. Many of these buildings overlook some of the poorest neighborhoods in the city, just a few steps away from multi-million dollar industries are people and places who barely have enough to make it through the week. Visit these places, and you hear a lot. But one thing you hear most often is how forgotten everyone seems to feel. There is the world of the rich and powerful, only steps away. But no one seems to care about the world of the poor. Now, I don't bring this up to make any comment on economics or politics, only to say that these are real human beings that feel this way and actually are forgotten on a regular basis. Recognizing this contrast helps us as we try to love people as Jesus loves. People in Jesus' day experienced this same contrast. The temple was overseen by King Herod the Great, an influential ruler who initiated not just the rebuilding of the temple, but also so many construction projects all around Jerusalem, in fact, all around Israel at the time of Christ. He effectively turned the capital city into a tourist destination. And at the center of it all was the new temple. It was nothing less than decadent. And the priests at the time knew it meant they could make a lot of money. And they did. In fact, they took up the practice of exploiting religious people for their own profit. And they used their newfound profits to wield political power in an unstable time. The temple was a place of worship for so many. But for a lot of these priests and religious leaders of the day, it was a gold mine. And just a few steps north of the temple, still on the Temple Mount, you can see it today, although the pool is empty. There is the shadow of the Pool of Bethesda. There the destitute, the paralyzed, and the forgotten of Jewish society would congregate, hoping for a miracle. Now, if you've been to Israel, you know that the Pool of Bethesda is a very popular place to visit. It's there on the Temple Mount. And one reason why is because of what happened there 2,000 years back. There was an old story that whenever the water of the pool was disturbed, that an angel had touched the water. And whoever could get into the water the quickest or first would be healed. Sickness, infirmity, whatever was ailing you, if you were the first in the pool, when the angel touched it, you would be healed. And there was a man with no friends and no one kind enough to help him. He was forgotten and ignored, even by those who were in the same condition. He was hopeless. But Jesus knew exactly who he was, and he was determined to meet him. And this TV series, The Chosen, gives us a glimpse into what that encounter at the Pool of Bethesda might have looked like. Shalom. Me? Yes. Shalom. I have a question for you. For me. 
I don't have many answers, but I'm listening. Do you want to be healed? Who are you? We'll get to that later. But my question remains. Will you take me to the water? <laughs> Look, I'm having a really bad day. You've been having a bad day for a long time. So? Sir, I have no one to help me into the water when it's stirred up. And when I do get close, the others step down in front of me. And so... Look at me. Look at me. That's not what I asked. I'm not asking you about who's helping you. Who's not helping. Who's getting in your way. I'm asking about you. <laughs> I've tried. For a long time, I know. And you don't want false hope again, I understand. But this pool, it has nothing for you. It means nothing. And you know it. But you're still here. Why? I don't know. did. Jesus healed that man, and he didn't even have to put him in the water. Because the reality is that the healing power didn't come from an angel, really. It came from Christ the Lord. That was a scene from The Chosen, and I think it really captures what that must have been like. A hopeless man, forgotten and ignored by the world around him, but embraced and rescued from his destitution by the loving kindness of the Savior. And that question will stick with you. Do you want to be healed? Do you? The man took that question and immediately began making excuses. Other people can get in before me. I have no help. I have no friends. And he was right about all of that, except this. In Christ, we always have help. He is our very present help in our trouble no matter what kind of trouble we're in. Do you want to be healed? It's a question for us. But the promise isn't just about overcoming our illness or a physical ailment. The question is about the kind of life we are ready to live. So many of us 
live sick lives. Jesus, our help, is offering life and forgiveness, freedom from the guilt and shame of sin, freedom to love our neighbor and to pursue their good in the world. Yet we choose the life of the paralytic found in this story. We choose to make excuses about our condition instead of receiving the love of the Lord. We choose to get caught up in our own sorrows that we forget the Lord is always near and willing to meet us in our need. Do you want to be healed? Of course, the answer for all of us is yes, we do. We need to be healed. We need the love of Christ to break into our lives, to bring us his liberating spirit to set us free. The call of Jesus isn't just to say, yes, I want to be healed. I want to live a healed life. Jesus' call to us is exactly the call he made to that paralyzed man lying there by the pool of Bethesda. Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. Have faith in the Lord. Receive his healing. And then get up and live in that reality. That's what it means to be truly healed. And it means to live by faith and to even walk by faith as we seek to bring others this healing power. Jesus knew what it was like to live as an outcast. Yes, he had a following by the end of his life, but it was a following of mostly forgotten people, outcasts, even in their own circles. At the end of the day, Jesus was hung on the cross abandoned by almost everyone he ever knew, all his friends. He knew what it was like to sit at the pool and wait for a miracle. But by his resurrection, we have a power that conquers death and brings us life. Healing is found in him and him alone. Do you want to be healed? Great. Get up. Pick up your mat and walk. Walk in the Spirit. Walk by faith and live your life to the glory of Christ. I can see the waters raging at my feet. I can feel the breath of those surrounding me. I can hear the sound of nations rising up. We will not be overtaken. We will not be overcome. I can walk down this dark and painful road. I can face every fear of the unknown. I can hear all God's children singing out. We will not be Taken, we will not be overcome. The same power that rose Jesus from the grave, the same power that commanded dead to wake, lives in us, lives in us. The same power that moves mountains. Same power. 
are true in His strength. There is nothing we can't do. Yes, we know there are greater things in store. We will not be overtaken. We His album, I Will Follow, Jeremy Camp, and same power here on this Haven Today. Imagine being there when Jesus performed his miracles, healings, exorcisms, calming of storms. It would have been a life-changing experience, wouldn't it? Well, thankfully, we have the Bible where God recorded the things that Jesus did. And when you watch the Chosen TV series... It helps to paint a new picture in your mind about how these sermons, events, and people might have been in real life. And that's why The Chosen is a unique show that we've enjoyed in our home, and I think you'll enjoy as well. This series helps us to take a look at the story through fresh eyes, the eyes of the people who were there when these things happened. The Chosen tells their story using what I like to call holy creativity. What were they like? What was their personal history? And most importantly, how were they transformed when they came into contact with the Messiah, the long-awaited one? The Chosen 
tries to answer these questions while keeping its eye on the gospel narrative that you and I cherish and know so well. As you watch The Chosen, you'll see the similarities between yourself and those Jesus met in his ministry. And you know what? The same Savior who called them has called you too. The same gospel that transformed them is offered to you, even today. I'd like to send you the DVD collection of The Chosen Season 2 for your generous gift to Haven Today. Or, for a minimum gift, ask for Seasons 1 and 2 in this popular series and see why so many people have watched it over the past few years. Or make a gift and send the series to someone you know would be blessed by it. Our number to call right now is 800-654-2836, 865-HAVEN. You can also give by visiting our website. And when you're there, watch the interview we did with Dallas Jenkins talking to us about Season 2. Or listen to our Great Stories podcast with the full interview with Dallas. And then make your gift and ask for the DVD collection. Our website is haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story, It's All About Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I died, but look, I am alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and the grave. Those words from Jesus come from the first chapter of Revelation. This final book in the New Testament was written down by the Apostle John. But unlike his gospel, Revelation is a vision of things yet to come. And what a vision. What a Jesus it shows us. The risen lamb, the warrior, the king of kings who will live forever, accomplishing every word of every promise. A Jesus with ultimate authority who in his own words is making all things new. Get the printed edition of Anchor Devotional starting today. Visit GetAnchor.com.